Kiki B. And I'm Sammy Z. And this is Stumbling Along. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 20th, 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 20th episode and season finale of Stumbling Along, Along, Along Through the House Because of Quarantine. Damn, I like that rendition. <laughs> Thank you. Mixed feelings about this episode. I'm like super happy that we have made it to the 20th episode, but I'm super sad that we're going to be like on a hiatus for a bit, like building new content. One day we'll be, we'll be famous enough that people will plan our content for us. Wouldn't that be incredible? Oh my God. Yeah. Our first ever podcast, we did like get to know us with like questions only really made sense to tie off the season with like 20 questions kind of back and forth a bit more in depth about us I love 20 questions the game I always try to play with my boyfriend but he doesn't particularly like that game but I just love to ask questions I don't know I guess I'm just a nosy person I like to know stuff about people that's fair I feel like I'm the same way I love hearing like Especially when it's a topic you're interested in too, and then you hear what someone else thinks about it, you're, you, all the connections you make, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, and it's just, I remember when we were kids, before like the internet and before phones, when we had sleepovers, like we would just sit there and ask each other questions and tell each other our dreams or like write down the perfect person we wanted to end up with and just like fantasize. And you would just talk until one person just, like, stopped asking questions or someone just didn't answer because you would just, like, fall asleep. Yeah. I think that was always you. It was always me. I literally don't stay up late. Never did. Sammy Z is the type of person who will ask you to watch Netflix with them and then will eventually pick um, a movie and then 10 minutes in, she'd be asleep. I am. And, like, all through high school, I slept. Like, I never made it out. I feel like I was always asleep. All right, so I think it's about time that we dive into these questions. So first off, thank you to everyone who submitted questions. It's always really nice to read what like people are actually interested in like learning about us. Yeah, okay, I'll start with the first question for Vicky B. Yay! Ahem. Are you ready? I am so ready. Okay, Vicky B, do you have any irrational fears? I do. One was when we talked about on the first episode, I can't sleep without covering my feet because I had a reoccurring dream when I was a child about the evil witch from Snow White biting my toes. So until this day, I cannot sleep without covering my feet. That still gets me till this day. And you know, people like when people are hot, they'll like stick one leg out. Yeah, I do that. Mine's more of like a stick a knee out, stick an elbow out because I'm not, my feet aren't going out there. I'm not being dragged to hell. That's so funny. You're so strange. Probably another one to go with that is just like just being in the dark at night and just thinking about all the spirits. That's really funny because we grew up like watching all those like ghost scary movies and ghost tv shows so now like when i'm home alone late at night i never ever ever think to myself oh my goodness like we're gonna be robbed i always just think to myself like a spirit is gonna like kill me and possess me in my sleep yes and i often find myself saying 
into into my room just saying not today spirits i don't want to hang today <laughs> do the same thing it's so funny oh god um, i love that um anyways okay sammy z what is your dream my dream um your number one dream that is really hard because I feel like I have so many different dreams to kind of like make my life like complete. But I think that right now, like the first thing to come to my head is I really want to be a successful business owner. I would love to like own my own business, thrive. What business do you want to own? We're stumbling along. It's going to get huge. Thanks for including us in your pipe dream. You are in my pipe dream. We are going to become successful. And then once that happens, we're also going to branch out. And I would really love to have my own. I always wanted to say clothing company or line, but now I'm not really sure if it will be that like literal. Like, I'm not really sure where it will go anymore. But yeah, I think if I were to do a clothing line, I'd really want it to be like a sustainable line. I like that. So that's where I'm at with that. Ask me one. Okay. Vicky B. Are you ready? Yes. What are you most afraid of? I feel like one of my biggest fears right now, relevant to just being in your 20s, is not figuring out what my passion is and what I really want to do and how to um, be successful in something Mm -hmm. that I really love. I think that's basically why this podcast exists. Yeah, I think my biggest fear is just being older and just being like, wow, I have so many regrets. I wish I did this when I was younger and that. So yeah, I think that's my most, like my biggest fear right now. I like it. I like it. I back it. I believe it to be true. So Sammy Z, the people, they love your style. Tell us where you shop. Well, I actually feel like predominantly all of my clothing currently come from thrift stores. The three main reasons I think for that is because being in my master's, I actually have no money and can't really afford the prices of the mall. Um, I also just like love the idea of finding a piece of clothing that like nobody probably has. I think like that's like the whole unique side of it. And then finally, I always find it to be like a really good challenge to like see things that I really like in the store and see if I can kind of like get creative with it and try to make similar looks with cheaper priced things. Um, so yeah, I think the thrift store is actually where I shop, but I get a lot of my ideas for that from magazines and a lot from like Vogue and like runways and stuff, but where I actually shop is big value village. We were actually going to do a spring fashion podcast just to dive into how Samantha figures out what, what to buy based on like looks that she finds because she is trendy but also thrifty but then um, COVID happened so that kind of ruined spring so maybe for summer we can do yeah a little how to make it work I can give out some trends of what's happening okay Vahibi I'm throwing it right back to you and the question is uh, maybe more an easier fun one to answer what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? 
Definitely that bug I ate in Thailand in Bangkok on Koh San Road. Oh, that is so disgusting. It actually wasn't bad. Yeah, but now looking at how COVID started, that you could have been that. No, I come from a bug. People eat bugs. <laughs> I just don't know. I remember seeing it on the road and you, you were so excited. And I was like, I'll take the picture. <laughs> I had to do it. And honestly, if you don't think of it as a bug, it's not so bad. Because it was barbecue flavored. Oh my god, disgusting. What is your fave bar in Ontario? I literally don't... I feel like I don't go out. Or like... (laughs) Or like maybe I just... I think majority of this is like going to be really lame but i hate going on toronto it's overpriced and everyone just tries far too hard port credit kind of is like our central hub but i don't really think any of those places are places that i'd necessarily say i love i think i spend majority of my uh, all my best bar experience were in london during university um so by default i'm putting i guess i'm putting the best bar in ontario in london ontario which is really embarrassing to say but yeah, I would say Seeps. It's like one of the oldest bars on Richmond Row. Um, you get a bit of everything. It's bar meets dance floor. It's really upbeat, fun, silly. And it's just like an all around really good time. And whenever I'd go, you would always run into everyone you know. And I don't know, sometimes it's just really good feeling to be walking through the bar. And like, if you lose your core group, being able to, to kind of like bop along with anyone there. An iconic university experience, Seeps. I love just running into people I knew all night. That's, I think, one thing I miss. Yeah, like in the UK, I really appreciated going out and being able to be as silly as possible because I don't know anyone there. But I definitely had that like urge to just like, I missed running into people in the washroom and like kind of being like, oh, let's go here. So-and-so's there. And just like, I kind of miss that like community feeling, I guess. Yeah, you could just hop around the bar, anywhere in the bar, by yourself, and just be like, oh, I know this person, I know that person. Old now, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. Okay, Vicky B, I have another question for you. This is going to be question four. How do you feel about your astrological sign? Does it suit you? Do you believe in that stuff? I so believe in this stuff. I don't believe in just like the sun sign, which is your sign of the month of your birthday. I believe in the whole birth chart. So you have your rising sun, which is how you come across as your rising sign. And then you have your moon, which is who you are when you're alone, no, no, nobody's around. Yeah. So I kind I, I believe in that as a whole. Okay, I'm a Cancer. I do relate in some of the ways which have been like loyal emotional samantha always reminds me of how much of a cancer i am <laughs> let it you let it show i have to tell you yes and then my rising is a leo which is comes across as kind of egocentric confident kind of like the center of the show yes which i yeah i'll admit to that yeah. i do enjoy that and then my moon sign is aquarius Aquariuses are more like to be independent, do things on their own. I can see that. Yeah, so those are the the bits I do relate to with those signs. 
How about you, Samantha? I'm going to ask that right back to you. I'm a Capricorn. Um, I think I really relate to the sign. They always make jokes that Capricorns are very, like, they're basically just like the workaholic sign and they're drawn to, like, success and money. Um, They come across as quite cold and, like, calculated, but they, like, also are, like, extremely, like, loyal and, like, determined. So they're just overall, like, a very, like, regimented sign. Um, And I think that really sums me up. It does sum Um, me up. The one thing that I feel like is missing from the Capricorn is I would say I'm a very, like, liberal, I have a really liberal mindset in terms of, like, the way I like to present myself and kind of a liberal mindset in, like, I'm really into the arts and stuff. And I feel like that doesn't really come across in Capricorns. Like, they're very, like, I don't know, I think Capricorns are like, business, math. Um, But I definitely think I have a really artsy side to me. So I feel like that's the one thing missing from the Capricorn sign. I think you're quite relaxed, too. Yeah, in social settings, I wouldn't really say I'm like that. I think it's more like the, like, education work side that really shows my Capricorn. Um, I don't know all the details about my rising and my moon, but maybe you guys listening will. Um, So I'm going to give them to you anyways. So my rising is in Aries. Um, I know they're quite, like, stubborn and hard-headed, so that could be true because I do come across like that um I my moon sign when no one's around is a Sagittarius I'm actually gonna google it right now because now I'm just really interested (laughs) okay so Sagittarius so google says ahem when so this is my moon sign um google says wild feisty independent and exciting Sagittarius women are arguably the wild child of the zodiac adventurous fun loving social and friendly they are typically determined to live their fullest i see that you got a lot of stubbornness in there yeah and majority of my birth chart is capricorn i definitely am a cap at heart and then kind of going off that victoria another question that i think is a really great a really great transition piece here i know is do you believe that everything happens for a reason? I do. Explain that further. I agree, but I'm just... I don't know. I think it's just everyone needs to kind of have, like, some type of belief system. I guess that's just, like, my coping mechanism. So when shit hits the fan, I just say, you know, it will work out. Everything happens for a reason. Um, It will work out in the end. So I guess that's just how I process I think I actually think that's a very good way to look at it because if you don't, if you look at it a bit more cynical and critical, I actually think it could really like cause issues down the line. I know. I think I agree with you always. If your life was a, was a book, what would the title of this chapter be called? Okay. So I'm going to get, I feel like I'm going to have to get deep here. I think it would either be called this chapter particular particularly would be called how did I end up in a snow globe because snow globes when you're stuck in it it's like a little ball and I feel like I'm just like like stuck inside something like that why do you feel like you're stuck because of quarantine oh okay so current current situation every time I get my bearings some little fucking kid is like shaking the snow globe to see the snow and I'm just like falling on my ass left right and center 
And that's how I describe like my masters. It's like whenever I get my footing, some fucking kid is looking at it and shaking it and laughing and I just fall on my ass again. And then quarantine just is like someone just threw the snow globe across across their room onto the bed. And I'm just literally like sideways. Upside down. <laughs> no matter what I do, I'm stuck inside. Like there's no escaping. That was a great analogy. Thanks. I instantly thought that when they said the chapter of like right now, I'm like, man, I'm stuck in this damn snow globe. <laughs> so that is what I would say. Uh Sam and the book would be like Sam and the Snow Globe. The book would be called probably like the Mystical Magical World of Sammy Z. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be really like dramatic and like fantasy vibes. I feel like I'd want to be really crazy. I feel like yours would be like a musical somehow. Oh yes, Sammy mystical- Z. Oh yes, the Mystical Magical Musical of Sammy Z. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Vicky B, it seems like all your questions today tie towards your angry side or your scared side. Letting your cancer show. Emotion. (laughs) Okay, Vicky B, what makes you angrier than it should? When people call me Vicky. (laughs) Okay, isn't that... Okay, I need to comment on this because if somebody calls you Vicky, you get really pissed. And I absolutely hate when people call me Sammy. So I'm just curious as to how Vicky V and Sammy Z is like our spinoff now. Because I like cringe if anyone calls me Sammy. But for me, Vicky B, it's just different. You just need to not forget the B. So if the B's there, everything's good. Yes. How about you? I think... To be super honest, I think my Instagram handle Samzan, a lot of people call me that. Had anybody ever call me Sammy Z? Except for Rachel. Rachel Sombach calls me Sammy Z. And that's okay <laughs> because it's like Rachel. Yeah. He's been saying that before stumbling along happened. I don't know. It's just and no one ever calls me it, so it kind of like takes me off. But I, I hate Sammy because of Jersey Shore. And that's right. kind of where my hate stems. <laughs> Mine, I think I talked about this in another episode, but mine just stems from, I remember in a show, someone was named Vicky, and there was like a, a riddle or a rhyme that was like, Icky Vicky. There it is. Don't call her Vicky. Make sure you add that B. Okay, give no, me another one, girl. I'm living for these questions. Um... If you could be an animal, what would you be? I, like, I'm just going to do the first thing that comes to my head. My favorite animal is an elephant. I would okay. love to be an African elephant. Okay. I also just watched the elephant movie with um, Meghan Merkel, like, being the narrator. And they are just the sickest animals. They remember everything. They're so loyal. They're so chill. They're massive. They're like the biggest animal in the jungle. And they just like demand attention. But they're also really sweet. Yeah. They're just like all around. Like elephants are people that like everyone like. Like I feel like if they were a person, they'd be that one that everyone's like, oh my God, like Ellie's going to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. You know? Yes. 
And, and Ellie, Ellie, like, while they're, say- while they're saying that, Ellie is, like, outside, like, feeding a squirrel. And everyone's like, oh, that's cool. But then if, like, Matilda was feeding the squirrel, people would be like, the fuck is Matilda doing? You know? Elef- the Ellie is the... Ellie the elephant is the, the ringleader of the group. Yeah. I just think... Ellie- but they're really cool about it. Like, they're not, like, bratty. They're just, like, chill leaders. They don't even try. People yeah. just automatically follow them. Well, they just, like, are so loyal. Like, I just keep thinking about elephants and I get excited because they're so loyal to their group. They and never leave anyone behind. And they have the same emotions that humans do. Yeah, they feel every emotion. Which is really sweet. I just think they're awesome. Join my elephant group. Okay, Vicky B. What is one of the funniest memories you have from undergrad? Funniest? Yes. I don't... I feel like... I don't... I can't think of a funny specific one. I can only think of just, like, all the nights of being a degenerate and having no responsibilities. I think that is one of the best memories of undergrad in general, isn't it? Like, not having the risk, not worrying about, like, what's coming tomorrow. Like, just really living in, like, that night. Mm-hmm. And just, like, fucking up. And I feel like in university, you just, you're so tunnel vision. You only really care about, like, the moment. Yeah. And you need to bring that back, the moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, well, then... Let me flip the switch on you. A little flip flip. Um, what is the saddest moment of your undergrad that you can remember? The saddest? Okay. Yeah. So there's kind of two. I say being really involved in university and having leadership roles. There's so many ups and downs to it. Mm-hmm where things don't go as planned and you're trying your best to make people happy and things just don't work out as you wanted them to and then you know people kind of interpret things the way you didn't want them to and it just sometimes it just really sucks and once one thing in universe like during life in university is kind of on the rocks it feels like it always just bleeds over but then there's also times when I was a leader when where it was so rewarding to help people to accomplish things and um, have opportunities. And it was just so much fun. So just the ups and downs of that, I feel like really defined my university experience. For sure. And another sad one, when I look back, it's none of these things are really that sad to me anymore. I think it's in the moment though. Yeah. Um, another one was when my ex-boyfriend went MIA. Right, I remember this. And just, he had, didn't have a great mental health, and it just bled over into my life a lot. So that was just a really tough year as well. Trying well, dealing with that as well, and caring for someone, and things just not going to plan. Well, you have so many other things going on, and then I ended up not doing so well in school that year, and... Yeah, and then other relationships kind of, like, fell apart a little bit. So that was definitely really sad at the time. 
it's easier to talk about now than it probably was. Like, I was really reserved about it and didn't talk to a lot of people about what I was going through. I want to ask you what your funniest memory is because there's one in my head that I remember you telling me. In my undergrad? Yeah. Why do you know and I don't? So you remember how you and your roommates went through a phase where you just ate street meat every time after the bar? And then then to stop each other, you said you guys were just going to take videos and slap the street meat out of their And then I remember you, I don't know if you guys actually did this after, but I remember one video where someone actually slapped it out of somebody's hands. I literally don't remember this. I hope this is true. Well, surely true, but, like, I need, like, my roommates to back me up. Yeah, I remember definitely seeing one video of someone's street meat getting knocked out of their hands, and they were just devastated. It had to have been Sierra hitting Hannah's hand, because I I need those two pictures. It had to have been. I have an actual funny memory that's... I think it's just funny because I haven't told it in a while. Um, So I'll share it. Okay. Um, So this is actually unrelated to drinking. A little plot twist. A little funny thing. So we... This is during exam season. um, And then me, my roommates, Hannah, Sierra, and Lindsay were all studying in a, a table in the back together. And my boyfriend, Dan, was there. We're all studying the same thing, and Dan definitely has the upper hand in this topic because it's astronomy, and he's kind of, like, more into sciences and, like, space, so he definitely has the upper hand. And I remember being me driving him home that night after he had been studying with us, and I kind of gave him, like, the shit, like, because I felt like he was, like, being pompous about his skills, naturally me I'm just like fuck you you can't be good at this when you get a Capricorn and a Leo together I know so I remember just giving him shit on the way home when I was driving it being like my me my roommates aren't that good in this subject you should be lifting us up like not tearing us down whatever I gave him the spiel he said goodbye fast forward to that evening let's say nine o'clock all of our me and my roommates are all upstairs I'm still studying, kind of like talking it through on the on the floor. And don't we hear the loudest knock on our door? And we're like, holy shit, like, who is it? Like, we're not. So we end up like, Sierra's like, I need to hide all my stuff. And so I was like turning off the lights. And we're like, Sierra, that's not going to help the situation. And we're like looking out of Hannah's, Hannah's window because it has like a ledge to the front. And we can't see anything. There's no car there's nothing we are panicking Sierra's turning lights on and off and we're like that's not gonna help we had um really good friends who live down the street and we call them and we're like we need you to come over with a bat we think somebody's trying to rob us and so they're getting their stuff to do like a drive-by to see who it is and then all, all four of us are in my room like do we call the police or do we call our landlord and we're trying to peek and the knocks just keep getting more and more ferocious and you know when you're like in a house with a bunch of girls late at night it does it is, it is intimidating <laughs> and then so they do a drive-by our friends and they're like we don't see like we can't tell who it is like do you want us to get out and then finally I think somebody went to the door and like peeked after like 
This is probably going on for like 20 minutes and like freaking out. The lights are flicking on and off. The banging's getting louder. And then we finally peek and turn on the light in the front and, and realize that it is Dan standing there pissed off with a bag full of candy and chocolate because he came to apologize because he felt bad for being pompous. <laughs> and we were literally pissing ourselves because it was a like winter snowing gross weather and he was out there begging for like half an hour and we were like gonna call the cops on him for like robbing to kind of break in <laughs> and he was so mad and we were just like pissing ourselves oh this poor guy felt so bad <laughs> and you guys were just not answering the door he probably thought everyone was angry well he no he was just like from his point of view, he's like, I knew you guys were all home and you kept flicking the lights on and off. And I was getting so mad because I'm like, they're home. Like, can they answer the door? And he's like, his phone died. So he couldn't like text me. Oh, that's good. I don't know. That's just like a really funny moment that just kind of like had nothing to do with drinking and like crazy nights out. It was just kind of like, that's like the wholesome, good memories from like living in a house with all your friends that you just like don't get from living at home. And I just missed that. That was just a joyful memory, less funny and more joyful. You'd have to, I have to ask my roommate, Maddie Malong, just because she has so many incriminating photos of me oh, that my. I think that she wouldn't probably remember. Cause that, like when we lived together for two years, we did a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Um, I feel like a picture really helps to remember a memory as well. Like off the top of my head, it's so hard, especially when there are so many good ones. So clearly, we are living in the past. The past is fun. Um, would you ever do something crazy to your hair? Okay, this is the age-old question. When I was younger, I was the girl on MT. The girl on Much Music, the VJ, she had half her head shaved. I forget who it was. And I was so gung-ho when I was younger on doing that. And I obviously have really traditional... My dad's very traditional. That would never happen. So I never did it. Um, Currently, I am obsessed with, like, having a crazy colored hair. I would love to go blue. I'd also love to go green. Those are the two colors I would always... I would love to do. I don't think I would ever actually do either. I think I am a bit of a prude when it comes to being crazy and cool. I always say I want to do things. And, like, shaving your head is another one that I've always admired girls for doing. And I always thought it looked so aesthetically beautiful when they had, like, a really, like, cool, like, makeup done and then, like, head. But I don't have balls. That's just, that's just the reality of the situation is as much as I'd love to do it, I don't think I would have the balls. At least think- you're being honest. I think the craziest thing I've ever actually done was cut my hair really, really short to, like, my chin. But that's probably the most dramatic I've done. All right. Answered. I know. Answered. Okay, Vicky B. This question is for the here and now. Are you ready? Yes. I said, are you ready? I am ready. Interesting. Very interesting. What is the first thing you want to do out of quarantine? See people? (laughs) More specifically, here, I kind of have a weekend planned. 
Okay, perfect. Let's hear it. So definitely get drunk with our cough or foam. Okay, perfect. Um, and then our little cousin informed me that he wants to do um, a post-quarantine dinner for us. Really? Yes. So see the fam and then drive to Ottawa to see the boyfriend. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Just see people really is all you want to do. I think that's it. How about you? The, joy- the joyous sound of a really loud room full of people. Yes. I could use a boogie. I could really use a dance session with my friends. Everybody, we've reached the last questions. We have decided to ask each other one question each from what we asked our guests throughout all of our past podcasts, just to kind of like sum up stumbling along. Okay, Vicky B, you have, this is a rapid fire question. I want an immediate spitfire back. If I hear a leg or a pause, I'm ending this. I got it. Okay. If you won the lottery, what's the first thing you'd buy? I would pay off my student loans. That was like literally counted three second pause, but that's fine. Okay, that's fine. All right. My last question for Sammy Z. What is your drink of the moment? Okay. So basically. Oh, she's Googling. No more Googling. I just want to. What? I want to be honest with everyone on the podcast and say that I am a huge bandwagon. And my drink of the moment, I have yet to try. But Bear Claw has come from the U.S. to Canada. You mean White Claw? Oh, yeah. White Claw. (laughs) Are you really going to say that's a drink of the moment for you? (laughs) I meant White Claw, but... But I saw, like, a, I thought I Googled it to, like, make it. This is really embarrassing and funny. You have to listen to this. So I Googled it to make sure it was right. And, like, I Googled bear claw. And then I saw the picture. And I thought the wave was a bear. And I was, like, obviously, like, that I'm right. I had a hunch. And then now I'm wrong. So now I can't even claim that the white claw is my drink of the moment because I don't even know the name. But what I was going to say was it's all over TikTok. And I'm a TikToker now. <laughs> an anonymous TikToker. And everyone's trying them. And I just want to say that I wanted to be one of those people trying it. But I don't think I'm allowed. I don't think now I'm allowed to try it. Because I just called it Bear Cloth. I don't think I like even deserve the title Bandwagon. I think I'm more just like a fraud. An imposter. Fraud Cloth. Yeah. Um, I think I would just go with uh, an espresso martini, honestly. They're classy, they're chill, they're quarantine-friendly, and when I make them, I feel classy. Oh, there's a personality with that quarantini. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, shout out to the Bear Claw, send me free drinks, I'll sponsor you. You're just gonna get those Bear Claw snacks. (laughs) (laughs) The chocolate chip ones. There you go, Bear Claw, sponsor Russ. So I hope everyone enjoyed the 20 kilos. Yes, so I feel like me and Vicky B really want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting us for the first season. I'm going to get emotional here and just be like, 
completely honest. I feel like we've had ups and downs with like trying to figure out like what we want to show, what we don't want to show, kind of getting the feel of like what it means to have a podcast and kind of how we can like guide our followers, our viewers. And like what our voice, where our voices wanted to go. And I think like having the support system we do with our viewers has been kind of the one thing that keeps us going when we're in doubt. And I think honestly, just believing in ourselves and realizing that it's beyond just like for others. And it's also very important for ourselves to feel rooted to the podcast. But we'd really love to hear back from everyone listening on what their favorite parts of it were. Things that they honestly think that we can do better. Anything at all that provides us with any insight would be incredibly appreciated. So with that, we say adieu, 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 adieu. listening to this episode of Stumbling Along with Vicky B and Sammy Z. Follow us on Instagram at Stumbling Along. Like, subscribe, share, and comment on whatever it is you're listening to Stumbling Along on today. Ciao!